Hi, everyone. This is Megan Morgan, the host of Naked Without Shame. Today on our episode, we will be talking about the notion of freedom and its relationship to loving rightly. Join us for this episode on finding out how to be free to love, especially when it's hard. Open your thoughts, open up your thoughts to Christ. Hello. Um, before we begin, we just wanted to invite you to download the Awaken app. Um, the Awaken app is kind of like a social media alternative. Um, you can chat with people um, in the community um, section, and you can also get access to things like prayers. Um, there's a shop, all sorts of cool features. So to download the Awaken app, go to theawakenapp.io. Also, we want to invite you to consider joining our patronage community. If you go to nakedwithoutshameshow.com, you will get more information about how you can support us. You can watch more of our videos um, and just see different perks that you can get by supporting us too. So if you're interested, go to that website and we'd appreciate your support. Hi everyone. If you're interested in going on a pilgrimage yet this year, you can visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. So this episode, we're talking about freedom. Yes. Freedom, what it is, why it's important for love. You know, this is kind of a a common topic in the theology of the body, finding freedom, like freedom with the gift of self. Mm So some of these things, if you're familiar with Theology of the Body, may be familiar to you, but we want to add a spin to it to really add and and dig deeper into um, finding freedom in real life. Yeah. And what that looks like practically. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what we want to offer. Mm -hmm. Just our little experiences. Yeah. The wisdom we have. The wisdom. Knowing, you know, that the freedom of the gift is real, thinking about how to do that. Um, then yeah, like you said, applying it to our lives to have fulfilling relationships. So that's what we're talking about today. All right. So a lot of times we think of freedom as the ability to do whatever I want, Yeah. especially in our culture. Like we really have freedoms that are actually really great. Um, having freedom of choice, having the ability to kind of decide for myself how I want my life to be Mm -hmm. is a part of the dignity of man. I mean, it's a part of human nature Mm -hmm. and we intuit that when that ability to choose for myself is violated, it goes against me. Yeah. So there is like an important element in the freedom of the person to uphold that ability to choose. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But we can take it too far and, and to like, well, freedom is, yeah, what I can do, whatever I want. Yeah. Doesn't matter what I do. I just need my freedom. I need to like kind of express my freedom mm-hmm. to do what whatever I want without yeah. consequence. Right. But the thing is, when we follow that kind of freedom, we do realize like, oh, there's consequences to my choices that aren't so good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So freedom is not necessarily license. It's not like the license to do whatever I want because Freedom, in fact, is to be able to choose rightly. Like freedom needs kind of a truth and a way and a design to to order itself to have man be truly free. Yeah. You know, um, 
I read in this book, uh, The Road Less Traveled, I think. I'm forgetting the name of the author right now. But a big part of the first part of the book is that in order to love well, you have to first be disciplined. Hmm. Like That's the first step. Thing, or one, one of the first themes in the book that talks about to like following the road less traveled. I guess. <laughs> so, uh, so the fact that love and finding this freedom and happiness and love requires discipline is really interesting because it, it affirms once again, like there, there is a way to utilize my choices, utilize my freedom mm-hmm. in a way that's truly free. Yeah. So the discipline actually allows us to follow what is good. Right. So freedom is found in choosing what is good for us. Yeah. Right. So like if I choose to, let's do basic like health things, get enough sleep, take my vitamins, (laughs) drink water, exercise a little bit, maybe not a lot. I don't know. Some of you might exercise a lot and that's okay. Not me. Not me. (laughs) But like a little bit, like a nice walk every few days and, uh, Maybe some stretches, <laughs> you know, just, you know, keep it chill. Um, eating well, not overeating, eating well to nourish the body. Mm. These good choices. Yeah. Make us free in a sense to really flourish, to be, yeah. to be ourselves in a way that uh, is good. We're happy. We're happy when we're choosing those things. Yeah. But As like a, you're saying that requires discipline. It does. Yeah. It requires a discipline of of the body but also like the the heart really mm-hmm. to to recognize like my my tendencies to not choose the good yeah and, and then i don't flourish mm-hmm. yeah yeah right those tendencies the the tendency yeah to maybe choose i don't know extra sleep or not enough sleep or to choose to not exercise like yeah yeah those in a way um I don't want to classify them as sins, but we could like talk about like this tendency in the heart toward like missing the mark. Like we've said before, like kind of missing the mark to the get to the good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think misunderstanding the fact that our happiness is in our flourishing and sort of, um, yeah, just kind of succumbing to this, uh, laziness or this, um, yeah, just, just not wanting to try, um, Mm-hmm. And so then we don't, we don't realize ourselves fully. We're not. And then it's funny because we're not free. I mean, we, we think we're free. Like when I just like decide I'm going to sit on the couch all day as opposed to like do something with myself and be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm being, I'm being free in that moment. I think mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm not going to like do what people tell me to do. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and do whatever I want. Like I'm not actually free. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I feel this dissatisfaction or this sort of like emptiness when I follow that understanding of freedom, mm-hmm. whereas when I like decide, you know what, like I'm going to make something of myself, <laughs> get out of yeah. bed, <laughs> I'm going to have I'm goals, gonna, I'm going to have goals <laughs> and then I, and then I flourish, but it, it it's harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It requires more of me. It asks something of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, like, I think that like kind of the, maybe a basic point of it is that it forces me to acknowledge the fact that I have a nature that I have to um, adhere to basically and go along with and work with. Mm-hmm. And I can't just like, do yeah, whatever do whatever I want, I want and mm-hmm. neglect my nature and the yeah. way that I was created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that path then of following your nature, becoming disciplined, 
uh, learning how to choose the good for us, for our flourishing, is what John Paul II says, like self-mastery, right? Mm-hmm. So we, so in finding freedom to choose the good, we're, we're acquiring a self-mastery of our heart, our temptations to, yeah, to, to, to be able to, to choose the hard thing. Yeah. Right. To choose right. the virtuous thing, to yeah. choose what is good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take those concepts then and bring it down to something more practical, mm-hmm. right? So finding freedom then in love and relationships. Okay. I think what the point we want to make today is that though like following the good, it it is like a, a path to excellence, right? Like I, I'm kind of like learning to love and that is excellent for me. I'm, I'm achieving my nature. I'm achieving like, you know, imaging God and being able to love freely and to, to yeah, just to be authentically free. Um, but it's, it's, uh, I guess more than that. What am I trying to say? Uh, yeah, there, yeah. It's, it's more than, it's more than just this. Yeah. I think more than the excellence. Sorry. Lost my train of thought, but I got it. Excellence. I was talking about excellence (laughs) and, uh, excellence doesn't necessarily mean perfection, I Mm, guess. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And excellence, excellence doesn't um, necessarily mean that freedom can't be found in the journey. I guess that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like freedom can be found in the process of finding freedom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I like that. Freedom can be found in the process of finding freedom. Yeah. I think that oftentimes when we're um, this idea is proposed to us that freedom is not just like choosing. And that's what we're, we grow up with. I mean, that's like the air we breathe in America, especially mm-hmm. that like, you know, freedom is choice. Like I'm free to choose. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like a big part of being in our culture. Um, but when we start to realize that that's not actually the case, that it's actually, we need to, freedom actually asks something of us. And if freedom is actually, um, we call it at the Institute, um, it's common to say it's freedom for versus freedom from. So our culture, we're kind of formed in this freedom from. Like I'm freedom from people telling me what to do. I'm free from mm-hmm. that. Um, whereas freedom for is I'm free to be myself. I'm free to be excellent. I'm free to love all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we first are, this is proposed to us, it makes a lot of sense. And it's really, it's really a beautiful realization. Um, but I think that sometimes we can get kind of confused about it or we can get kind of um, stuck in this like perfectionism with it again. I mean, this is one of our big things that we like to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. something that both of us like really have suffered from, um, and like Mm -hmm. trying to disentangle in Mm -hmm. our, in our own lives for the past like several years of just like, um, perfectionism, perfectionism and trying to understand that like while freedom is for perfection, um, it can't be the case that, we're only free when we reach this like ideal that we have in our heads of this is what I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I have to be, you know, X, Y, and Z, and then I'm free. Mm-hmm. And then I'm free to love people. And then other people are free. And mm-hmm. I can only kind of live in this reality where everything's perfect. I think mm-hmm. that's like a big temptation, um, mm-hmm. especially even in like TOB 
you know, ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. I think we see that a lot. So yeah, what we want to kind of just add a nuance to um, this discussion of freedom and Mm -hmm. just kind of flesh it out a little more, give it a little more practical um, application. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 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 And that freedom in the journey, once again, to like find, uh, find freedom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Like there is a truth that we're not free when there is like messiness and sin in our lives. Like that is true. Right. Like like there's, there's a lack of freedom because yeah, my, my heart is not capable of loving yet. I haven't like perfected the ways in which I can love. So there is a truth that sin keeps us from being free. Right. However, I think what we're saying is that in encountering brokenness and encountering sin and encountering um, frustrations in relationship, particularly your freedom to choose the good in those moments of sin or difficulty can still occur. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So really the, the freedom to choose the good to love someone, let's give an example to like highlight this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, like, let's say I have a habit that is really difficult. Mm-hmm. Morgan, you know me well. <laughs> you have no I bad feel, habits. I know. <laughs> that's not perfect. true. Oh my gosh, that's not true. Uh, not that I wanted, want you to share for everybody my bad habits, but <laughs> like, you know, I have a bad habit somewhere, I'm sure. Maybe. So like, so... Like when, yeah, somebody is like confronted with my humanness, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's a choice. Like somebody could approach me and be like, oh my gosh, like I I can't handle that. Mm -hmm. I can't handle that. Like I have to close myself off because that's not good for reaching my state of perfection. Like that's going to keep me actually from reaching the freedom or like the, yeah, this, this capacity to have this peace and harmony and love and relationships. Like I... Yeah. I don't want to touch I that. I can't deal with it. Can't deal with it. Yeah. So, or I need to fix it. That's mm-hmm. another, I think, common response. Yeah. yeah. Like I can only be free if I fix you and you can only be free if you're fixed. Mm-hmm. Because then you won't hurt me. Yeah. You know? Right. So like the yeah. sin and confronting that in somebody can, can really like the way we respond to that, I guess, is, is, uh, yeah, either one of of freedom or of fear. Oh, interesting. Okay, you know. Yeah. yeah. So in in those moments where somebody confronts my bad habits, yeah. <laughs> or or I confront somebody else's bad habits, what do I do there? How can I be most free? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I be- like the freedom versus fear thing. Yes, this is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, precisely in in kind of acknowledging, like, okay, this is messy. Uh, but how can I be open to who you are without letting this bad habit kind of affect me or get me down or make me sad because this isn't perfect yet in you? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I could say a lot of things, but what's coming to mind right now is just this conception of freedom that like only I can only be fully free and everyone can only be fully free in perfection. It's not actually a fully Christian understanding of freedom. 
Um, I mean, we can look back to like the Greeks, like Aristotle, um, who's, he was like one of the big people to say in the Western world, like freedom is for excellence. Like freedom is to complete what he calls like the form, the nature of things. Um, and in that worldview, like there really is no room for sin or like for, um, yeah, they don't, there's not really a way of dealing with sin basically other than just fixing it, other than just trying to, by your own efforts to become perfect. And then we see, you know, practically speaking, like that isn't always possible. And so there's mm -hmm. kind of this tension still in mm -hmm. that, in that way of thinking. And then what Christianity says, which is like a very radical thing, not that we accept people and accept ourselves in our sin. Like, oh, it's fine. I'm okay. You're okay. Like whatever. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not what Christianity proposes, but it does say that the answer to this lack of freedom, this lack of perfection, this lack of the fullness of my flourishing um, that I experience because of sin, the answer to that is not, um, I can fix you or I can fix myself. The answer is, this is, I mean, a very common theme for us. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if you watch our podcast, you've heard us say this a million times before, but it's really important and it's like really something we believe in. Um, the answer is in dependence on God and dependence on one another and vulnerability. Mm -hmm. So like you're saying, it's not to be like locked in this fear that kind of gives us, gets us into this fix it mindset. Mm -hmm. Like I'm afraid, so I'm going to control. I'm going to mm -hmm. grasp at the person and try to try to manipulate you and manipulate myself even mm -hmm. um, and make myself and make other people into like what I want, this mm -hmm. ideal. Mm -hmm. But it's like actually having the freedom to love in brokenness Mm -hmm. And this is like the Christian, this is the Christian novelty that we have a God who loves us mm -hmm. in the brokenness. I mean, this is like totally inconceivable for the Greek mind, for instance, mm -hmm. um, that you could love someone in their imperfection. It's a radical mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> As you're talking, it just makes me think of like the posture of the human person, like either one of openness and and really acceptance actually versus like closed and fear like this you know yeah. what i mean like we we've talked about like receptivity recently in our shows so like yeah this posture of yeah i accept you i accept where you're at but i'm like i'm going to be free to love you in that versus protecting myself and we can see this also in like in Christian circles, right? Yeah, of like, I, I want to just stay in my bubble. I want to stay in this safe space where people think what I think and believe what I believe. And like somebody else's differences or sins even like aren't going to ruffle like what I think. Yeah. And or, I can't handle them. Mm -hmm. I'm so scandalized. And I just mm -hmm. like want to, yeah, either I like want to just get away from them and like reject them mm -hmm. because it's like too much for me or I want to fix them. And my only reason for talking to them or my only reason for like, mm -hmm. you know, trying to love them is just fixing them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And it's, I mean, it, it, uh, totally understandable that impulse to like want to help. And that is, that is also a Christian. I mean, we, we don't want to like, mis don't mistake us. Like we do think that like people should, people can be redeemed and we need to help oh, that. Yeah. We need to help people get like overcome their sins. And that's, it's a very beautiful, essential part mm -hmm. of the Christian life. But if I only look at someone for the sake of fixing them and fixing their sins, I'm really using them. I'm not loving them. I'm using mm -hmm. them to, in order to create my own vision of reality where I feel safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't have to be vulnerable. I don't have to be dependent. I can just kind of be. Mm -hmm. 
Right. So what we're saying is so that it's, it's possible to be have that sense of safety when you're open with the freedom of the gift of self to love a, a broken person. Right. Like it's possible to be safe and secure in in that in yeah. that way. Yeah. What um, does that what does that look like though? Like what would that take? It seems like a really I mean mm -hmm. it sounds beautiful mm -hmm. when you hear it, but it's yeah. like how do you experience that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um well one thing that just comes to mind is the book Interior Freedom by Jacques Philippe, which I read a long time ago, oh, yeah. but it's a really good yeah. book. And he really promotes this idea of just acceptance. Like the first step to to freedom of the heart is like acceptance. Mm. So we can use that concept maybe in this example of like relationship with others, like of, of accepting. Like you face somebody and you say, okay, I, I accept first this situation mm. because it's given to me. Yeah. Like yeah. this is, this person was in my life. This person is who they are. And I, I accept like, that's the first kind of step in, in, in receptivity actually yeah. is like in loving somebody. It's like, okay, I accept you. You're, I like take you in and I love you. Yeah. And not like acceptance in the sense of like, it's fine. And like, you're, you're not, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Like there's something wrong with everyone. I mean, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with everyone. Mm -hmm. And so that like, that's not bad to acknowledge, but like you mean acceptance in a more like, I'm not going to try to fix you. I'm not going to try to like mm -hmm. control you right mm -hmm. off the bat. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to accept you for as, as you were given to me by God mm -hmm. and you're a mystery. Like, I don't know how to fix you. I mean, yeah. I, sorry. I think I'm, I'm anticipating what you're saying, no, but um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of acceptance is like this disposition of, like you're saying, receptivity that like God has given me to this person. This person is a mystery to me. I don't mm -hmm. know how God wants to heal this person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm an instrument for that. Maybe I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. I think that's big. Acceptance. Yeah, it is big. So what's another thing? What's another thing that we can do practically to love and have like this freedom of the gift of self when it's difficult. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I think it's related to this acceptance piece. Um, but just this disposition of prayer before people kind of like I was saying, like a posture of the being open to the mystery of the other person and praying through that relationship, like praying mm -hmm. through God, why did you give me this person? Mm -hmm. Or I mean, also like it's often with other people, but I mean, I think even more often it's with ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's like looking at yourself, not with this, like, I need to fix everything about myself. And like, I'm not good. And I'm like this kind of shameful lens of like viewing ourselves and our mess. But like first just saying like, okay, I'm a mystery to myself. Like, I don't, I don't know why I am the way I am fully. I don't know why I, I struggle with what I struggle with. And so first just having this like posture of prayer, like God, like this is the situation and like be open be open mm -hmm. to God and like, listen to his voice. Like, what is he, how is he wanting to heal you or another person? Like what's being actually given to you versus what do you want to control and what's your idea, you know, mm -hmm. versus his actual plan for your life. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it can sound kind of esoteric and like, what does that really mean? Like you pray and then like God speaks to you and, mm -hmm. you know, that's how you kind of deal with these things. But like, I think if you, if you really, you know, make yourself available to it, it's something that it like really happens. Mm -hmm. Like you, yeah. you'll see like, okay, God's going to give you, I mean, say it's yourself and like mm -hmm. you have like habitual sin 
or something. And like you keep trying and trying and trying and trying to like fix it, but it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like in that you're just, you're just kind of spinning your wheels after a while when you have that mentality of like control and fixing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you try like more of a different disposition of like what we're saying, this like prayerful availability to God, like you'll see over time, like God will put things in your life. God will inspire you in certain ways. I mean, I've had that happen to me like so many times of just like God will put the perfect person or like the perfect resource um, in my life. And that's exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it has to happen like in his time. Like it's not going to, you can't expect all at once to to fix everything, to Mm -hmm. be perfectly free. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah. Otherwise, like we would just spend our lives like not free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And like frustrated. Yeah. And like, yeah angry right yeah so that's why we right no yeah so that's why we want to make this case for like freedom in the journey i think that's the whole point it's like we we yeah yeah, we don't we don't want to like wait have to wait to like the end or like the you know wait until everybody's got their mess figured out yeah i got my mess figured out but the freedom in the journey yeah for sure. Yeah. We're waiting for like an authentic redemption that's going to come in the time that God ordains really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we just have to be available to that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not that, yeah. And again, to clarify, it's not that we, we're not longing for perfect perfection. Perfect perfection. <laughs> I like that. Perfect. Per- perfect perfection. Perfect not, perfection. Not imperfect perfection, but perfect perfection. Perfect. I think I meant to say perfect redemption. Total redemption. Um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are wanting that. Like that is something we long for, and we're going to suffer in this life mm-hmm. because we don't have that, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's really just about being like okay with the suffering and mm-hmm. really willing to enter into the suffering of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and to like kind of wrap things up here, like giving thought to those times when we've like executed that. So in our lives. So like if there was a person before us that, yeah, maybe it was difficult to love, there were tensions in the relationship, but like I chose, I was able to choose the good in that moment when it was hard. Mm -hmm. Like I was free actually. Like when I was able to choose charity, when like almost like I'm imaging right now, like just this hill I have to run over. (laughs) I don't know why, but like I'm imaging this hill of like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I know what the good is. I know I need to love this person in this moment. It's really hard, but like, can I run over the hill? Can I like run up the hill Mm -hmm. and get to the other side and see the beauty on the other side? Mm -hmm. Am I trained to love in adversity when it's hard? Yeah. And like, that is freedom. Like to see, so like I'm at the top of the hill and I see this beautiful landscape and I feel free. Like I'm at the top of this like hill. This analogy. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel, good. I feel like so free and open and like, wow, I did it. Yeah. But I went through something difficult. Somebody really challenged my love. Mm-hmm. And like little by little, I, like you're saying, God gives you the strength in the moment to say, okay, yes. Like choose the good, choose the good. Mm-hmm. Choose to love this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because maybe somebody just really needs loved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, like for that person and for you, I mean, that always just mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. It's like for me, it's such an enriching thing when like I choose, you know, not always for sure. But when I do choose to love someone and I see like really 
just the beauty of that person. Like the, mm-hmm. the way that someone responds to love, I mean, it opens you, mm-hmm. it, it makes you yourself. Yeah. So you, you know, a difficult person like can be transformed in that moment into like, you see who they really are mm-hmm. beyond all the mess, beyond all the shame and all the fear and all the masks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's like a true, it's an experience really of truth and of grace. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's possible in just everyday life. Yeah. Lived out in the journey. Yeah. So I love it. So let's summarize. Yeah. Let's summarize real quick. So freedom for. <laughs> we <laughs> not freedom em- from. Not freedom from. Freedom is not to do whatever you want, but it's freedom to choose the good. Freedom to choose the good doesn't necessarily mean freedom for perfection and excellence. In this perfectionistic perfectionistic way way. that I have to control and I have to fix everyone. Yes. But freedom can be found in the daily, in encountering the messiness of yourself and other people and choosing to exercise that freedom and love to choose when it's difficult. When somebody's sins or your own sins are right before you and you say, I'm not going to let this ruin my peace. I'm not going to let this ruin my ability to love you. So Mm -hmm. That's what we're proposing. We think it's possible. And yeah, there you go. Freedom's good. Freedom's good. We like it. Be (laughs) free. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our conversation today on true freedom. Uh, We hope that you tune in next time. God bless.